You're listening to Living a Vintage Life by Retro Chalet. Thanks for joining. Here's your host, Cindy Fanestock Schaefer. Hey guys, how are you doing? Thanks for tuning in. I so apologize for not having my podcast more regular. I totally bombed my New Year's resolution. Um, But the good news is I've been collecting stuff along the way as far as notes and little excerpts and recording on my Apple voice memos um, whenever I'm going somewhere cool or seeing something great. So And I got to tell you guys, I am super excited. This is actually my third season. So my third season already in this podcast, wow, time flies. And I'm not even taking time to smell the roses. But anyway, I want to thank you for listening. Thank you for always sharing my podcast, if you like it. Um, I love talking about antiques and living green. And here's what we have to say today. So I'm getting ready to drop all these episodes. The first thing that I... um, found was when I worked in the Cecil County Fair in July, which is in Maryland, I saw the cutest thing. I'm going to put it in the back of my mind. I'm going to follow it in the must-do folder. Um, And maybe you've seen this kind of stuff around you. I don't know. Um, But what it is, is a way to reclaim, save, repurpose, and sell antiques. So this is all, I am all about this. Okay. So I see as I'm setting up for the fair, you know, we're selling food and whatnot in my real job, blah, blah, blah. Um, I see this girl, she's driving a really big pickup truck. And all I could think up, you know, about was that song, pick em up trucks. And she was pulling this really cool trailer. Um, and at first I thought like, Hey, is that like a vintage Shasta trailer? And if you know what I'm talking about, um, really cool from the fifties, they just have like an aerodynamic look, but then I kind of looked at it. It was a little bigger and I was like, well, wait a minute. That doesn't look like a Shasta trailer, but I just can't place the trailer. Like these colors, they're so wild. Like, are they custom? Is this new made to look old or is this like a super old trailer? So I was totally clueless. Um, and I was watching her and she didn't set up the first day. She just parked her truck and trailer. And I was like, damn, I wanted to go talk to this girl because I'm in love with this trailer. Um, it just really got me. Um, and when I say trailer, I'm trying to say like vintage camper, you know, so envision in your mind, a vintage camper, super cool colors, um, almost like peaches and browns. And you're kind of like, is that 60s? Is that 70s? Like, like, what is that? You know, um, definitely a cool look because it was two colors put together that I've never seen before. Um, and you know, I've pretty much don't want to toot my horn, but I've traveled up and down the East coast with my husband, who's a barbecue guy. We've stayed at campgrounds in our lifetime. I saw a lot of cool silver bullets, vintage trailers, but never really something like this. Um, so come to find out on day two, I, I go into work and I see her setting up and she's setting up clothing um, out of this trailer. And I'm like, oh, wow, it's like a pop-up stand. Now, it's called Corn Crib Clothing. It's a vintage look to all of her clothing. Um, I went down and I actually checked out the clothing um, and it was higher end pricey clothing, but it was beautiful, very countryfied, uh, very lacy. Denim was like ripped up. Up. Um, very country girl, fit great in the fair. Um, but what I loved most is the setting was totally vintage with this trailer. So I got to talking to her. Um, and basically what I found out that this is a thing. Um, she bought this trailer and she rehabbed the entire inside of it to make it look like a store. Um, and she uses it to transport her items to a fair or a festival. Now, 
this could apply to antiques, okay? So what she had was like a clothing boutique. But how could we apply that to antiques? We could do pop-up uh, antiques or collectibles uh, at shows, at, at art shows, at swap meets, at antiques uh, shows. So this just gave me like a whole new idea. Um, so obviously I couldn't place the colors on her trailer because she had custom painted them herself. Um, and it was just such a great idea because so often you can look on Facebook Marketplace um, or you can look um, at anywhere you get like this little swap meet guide or your little local paper and people are trying to get rid of these old campers. Uh, what ends up happening with these old campers is they sit, they fall apart, they deteriorate. People either stop going camping um, or they upgrade their camper and they have the old camper and it's outdated and what do you do? Um, you know, maybe the kitchen's no good anymore, blah, blah, the bathroom, blah, blah, blah. Well, that was no problem for this girl. She basically gutted it and made it into a boutique and then also made it so that it can move her items from show to show. Um, and so I thought, what a wonderful idea. So it's almost like your camper that you're pulling is your mobile store. It was amazing. So then on the outside, um, what she did was she had this really cool, uh, I don't know what it was. It was like kind of like an old altar style wooden box that she sat behind. I'm assuming it was like a shelf, um, but she had painted it in chalk paint uh, and she made it look really cute and she would write like things on it and use it for advertising. So, so again, this is like using repurposed reclaimed furniture that you're finding on the side of the road. Now, I'm going to go to a clip that uh, I was in the car with a girl named Alicia Marie, and we were actually talking about this trailer back in July. Um, if you want to, after this podcast, go to my Retro Chalet TikTok. On July 29, I uploaded a video of this thing adorable. And this is great to give you some ideas out there. I don't care if you know somebody that sells cupcakes, uh, vintage handbags, homemade afghans, if you're uh, a woodworker, if your dad makes birdhouses, this kind of setup is for you. Um, it is so adorable. And if you think about it, um, what you would do is you would buy a space at a fair, park your rig, open it up, unload your stuff and set up shop. And that's exactly what she did. Um, and it's quite interesting. Now, based on the size of your trailer, of course, uh, is how many spaces you get. Now, normally an art show sells like a 10 by 10 space because mo most artists and crafters have like a 10 by 10 pop-up tent. Um, this trailer probably with the tongue and such might have taken up uh, 25 feet. So it would have been three spaces. Um, but a lot of times, you know, something like this is really unique. You could call the event coordinator and say, hey, I want to bring my mobile pop-up store, but it's in the form of a vintage Shasta trailer and I need and I need two spaces and I need to get in early because I gotta back it up and unload and unhook my truck. Um but anyway I just thought this was such a great idea. Now some of you out there are gonna be like, oh yeah I see that all the time, you know. We have these uh trailers converted into boutiques all over the place. And maybe if you're in the cheek part of California, this is a normal thing. But I'm here on the East Coast and I've never seen this before. So I am super excited um that I'm starting to see a recording on our Apple memo. Uh, you'll hear the road in the background because we're traveling, but here's a little bit more what we had to say. So today, basically, I have a special guest, Alicia Marie. And we're so the one girl, um, I guess in partnership or whatever, or the friend, or I don't know if they're related, but, but the one has a whole bunch of like um, 
honey products. So she uh, raises bees, I guess, and uses the honey to make like facial products and scrubs uh, and chapstick and natural products. Um, but this particular girl who was there at the Cecil County Fair um, had an old trailer. Now, what we mean is like an old camper. Um, and when I first saw it, I thought like, is that an old Shasta trailer? It was super cool. Um, and I asked her, and guess how much she got the trailer for? This lady told me that she had only paid $300 for this camper. That's crazy. Um, and what really caught her eye was it was like kind of painted in like a country southwestern colors like peach and browns and it kind of like just kind of struck you, right? right. Um, and, and I kept looking at it like, have I ever seen a trailer like this because it's so cool vintage style? Um, and then I realized she must have repainted it, you know, and done some work to it. So I actually stopped and I asked her and I said, you know, what, what are you doing here with this trailer? And she said, I turned the trailer into a store, into a boutique that you can walk up in there and shop. It's and like I a thought, beauty parlor. yes, it's adorable inside. So now what she did is got the trailer and she said she did all the work herself by the time she was done, and this is not bad, she had about two grand in building supplies in it. Now she did the work herself, I guess with the help of her family and friends, um, and basically converted. I mean, if you think about it, those little trailers are small inside. Like I would say maybe this was like, how many feet would you say? Like maybe 18, 20 feet long, or would you say it's longer than that? Well, maybe about 30. Think about 30. Yeah. yeah. I'm thinking 30 maybe with the hitch, but actual walkable space seemed like a little bit less than that. But I could be wrong. I was just in a gas just looking at it. So a lot of people have these old trailers sitting like you had a friend who said what? He's got a trailer that's been sitting in his driveway and he said anybody that comes and wants it, they can have it. They just have to uh, remove it themselves, but they can have it. I mean, it's not the best inside but all the needs is just a little touch up a little bit of work and right the big thing about these old trailers is um they a lot of them have the actual flat roofs or they would become getting some water damage like where the roofing met the rivets in the corners a lot of them need waterproofing jobs on the roofs but who's looking at the roof right so if you really got some good rubberized coating and some some you know some some real work put into it you could stop the leaks from the trailer gut the inside. Now think about this. You'd be gutting out the bedrooms, gutting out the um, bathrooms, gutting out the kitchen. Now you're going to have a giant walkable workspace, right? So, so basically um, in her case, she made it into a boutique. And what I noticed that she used for part of her boutique um, display was, you know, like say we just passed a dresser on the side of the road and it said free. She took out the dresser drawers, painted them vintagey colors like what? Blues and greens. And what does she have in those drawers? Do you know? She had clothes. You are listening to the Living a Vintage Life Podcast. Living a Vintage Life Podcast. Brought to you by Retro Chalet. Start living your vintage life today. Check out Retro Chalet on Okay, so basically now I have drilled into your brains over and over and over again that a vintage house trailer, camper, whatnot, can be easily gutted and redone with a little bit of hard work um, and building supplies and made into the cutest, the most adorable traveling boutique you ever did see. Now, this is great for, you know, grandma who makes jewelry, um, mom who makes the... um, you know, 
uh, pastries. And then you have, you know, Aunt Aunt Zelda who makes the jams and jellies. Um, in this case, one partner made honey and beauty products, and the other partner had a vintage style clothing boutique. Um, and then they used pretty much they really only had to buy the clothing racks, I'd say, uh, and the, the as far as the credit card equipment and stuff like that. Probably all the paint was an expense. Um, but as far as the actual props, they bought a lot of stuff that they found off the side of the road. Um, if they paid for any of that, I would be surprised because the shabbier looked, the better. Um, they, they could use hardware from it, the drawers that you see sitting on the side of the road. Sometimes you'll see a dresser with some broken drawers. Some of them are good. Take the good ones, repaint the faces, put the hardware back on, and they use these drawers to store like t-shirts and stuff. When I say it was adorable, it was adorable, and I really wish you would go to my TikTok. Go to July 29. It's It has a big uh, Ferris wheel in the background. It says, look what I found at the fair. I was just really in love with this thing. I just thought it was the cutest thing since sliced bread. Although I don't think bread is cute because my husband has a gluten allergy. But we won't go there today. Um, so... What I'm saying to you is, this is an idea um, for the person who is completely frustrated with her Etsy shop or with her eBay store or with her actual booth in an antique mall. Um, or maybe you're just looking for a side hustle. You know, I'm hoping that somebody hears this podcast and next year when I go to an art show, the streets are lined with vintage trailers because part of my life is recycling, reusing, uh, and repurposing things. Just the fact that somebody cared enough to take an old dilapidated trailer that probably would have rotted in somebody's yard um, because once they get water in them... Once the kitchens and bathrooms go to crap, uh, the next thing you know, the trailer's falling apart. Uh, this girl really put in some blood, sweat, and tears to redo her trailer, and shout out to her. Beautiful, beautiful job. Thank you for recycling. Thank you for repurposing. Now, I did not buy anything from her boutique because I was too busy working, but I can tell you my family and friends that came with for the week uh, were repeat customers there. They got a lot of nice bags, nice jewelry. She does have an online store, Corn Crib Clothing Boutique. You can look it up. Um, and she is in no way any kind of sponsor of this podcast. I just fell in love with her trailer. Uh, and you know, hey, all I got to say is maybe I would love to do that. I have to learn to back up a trailer first because backing up is hard work. Your steering wheel has to go the opposite way, the way you want to go. And I can't get that through my thick skull. Um, but hey, we won't go there either. <laughs> so I just wanted to throw something together for you because I've really been cross-country this summer um, and taking note of what people are doing um, and innovative ways um, for the side hustle to make money with the antiques and collectibles. As for me, I have slowly reopened my second Etsy shop. Um, it's called Retro Chalet Studio. My first shop, of course, is called Retro Chalet. Um, it's always been kind of a challenge to have two shops. Um, you know, why have two shops when you can just have one shop? Well, sometimes your clientele isn't the same clientele that's going to your second shop. Um, and so my second shop is more for my natural products, um, nature items, things that I find along my travels in Maine, things that wash up on my beach in Maine, um, some really cool rocks and stuff like that. But I have good news. I actually have a promo code that works in either of my shops just for my listeners. Repeat 10. So, so because I repeat constantly to try to hammer this in 
to the listener's brain. You know, I'm going to I'm going to give the same code in either store. If you go to either store um, and, you know, you want to save more money and you buy something for me, click in code repeat 10. That is going to be your special coupon code anytime, anyhow. It is a grandfathered code. It does not expire either of my Etsy shops. Whether you like antiques, collectibles, or going to buy some uh, rainbow rocks that I find, and I'm not joking, folks, all natural rainbow rocks that I'm finding washing up on my beach, uh, what I do is collect a little red, orange, yellow, green, blue, purple, and some white, and some black, and some speckled, uh, and they're going to be great for the kids to put in the tumbler, um, you know, or just for adults who want, like, mini zen collections on their desk. Um, so that's a big thing, you know. The power of nature is so beautiful, and I'm paying more attention now that I have a little bit more time to spend in Maine, which is why I don't always have um, ways and means to do the podcast. But the good news is I've now found Starlink. And uh, shout out to Elon Musk for having such a great product. Uh, This is not an infomercial. It is just the fact that my Starlink freaking works in the middle of nowhere. And when I tell you I'm when I go to Maine, I'm in the middle of nowhere. I'm in the middle of freaking nowhere. Like my little Snapchat icon shows me on the tip of a lake somewhere. (laughs) And right across the street there is Canada, right across the lake. Um, So, you know, as far as I'm concerned, there's no internet provider. I can't do my podcast, can't do anything. Just found out my Starlink works. So, yay, I'll be using that from now on in. Um, But in the meantime, I'll be back really soon with another fabulous idea that I saw for the side hustle. And again, look up my TikTok, check out this trailer with your own eyes, and maybe you will love it as much as I do. In the meantime, keep living vintage, keep repurposing in your life, uh, keep making the world a little bit greener place. And remember to save an antique today to tell the story later, because 200 years from now, maybe we won't even have books.